What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Namaste Podcast, a podcast dedicated to uplifting the soul and creating positive, goal-oriented talk. So today on the podcast, I have Sophie Newton in the house. How are you, Sophie? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm really good. So guys, Sophie is a doctor and you know what? I This is the first time I've ever had a doctor on this show. So I am honestly really thrilled. I'm such a nerd when it comes to wanting to understand how the body works and the power of the brain. So uh, the second I discovered your YouTube channel, I just thought, Oh my God, got to speak to her. So Sophie has a YouTube channel called Dr. Sophie's Lifestyle Medicine. It is really awesome, guys. We'll talk a lot about that throughout the show. But I first just wanted to start off and ask you, uh, what inspired you to become a doctor? Have you always wanted to do this? Well, I actually didn't uh, turn to medicine until I was 27, which is quite late because you can start in England when you're 18. So I had a career, first of all, well, I did my first degree in social anthropology and then I had um, a career in advertising in London, um, working on some pretty big brands. So it was, it was a real change for me, um, but I'd always wanted to be a doctor and um, I just decided to go for it and um, have never looked back. And so now I feel so lucky that I'm in a job that I love because I know that I think, you know, the grass isn't always greener. Um, so yeah, so that's how I got into medicine. And um, now I'm a family doctor, what we call over here, a GP. Um, and I got into lifestyle medicine um, because I'm interested in looking at what we can do beyond just traditional medicine and just kind of getting a bit fed up of just handing out um, tablets all the time and just trying to think what else can we be doing to prevent illness and help people that isn't just in the form of a tablet with side effects. Right. Yeah. You know, and uh, after watching your meditation video, I, I remember that uh, one of the things that you said, the reason why meditation is so popular is that, you know, we're all sort of now interested in searching for alternatives that don't include medication that has side effects. And it's true. I think that is a great, that's a big trend right now. Um, I, I've been specifically very interested in it because I've developed a lot of like gut issues and stuff. Like my stomach's always bloated no matter what I eat. It is very frustrating. And, uh, I, yeah, I just, I've particularly gotten really interested in it for that reason. So, um, yeah, super interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, I love the fact that, um, what I can recommend to everybody is just really simple, small changes in your life. Um, and just doing one thing at a time and seeing how you get on with that. And none of them have got any side effects and they're only going to have good changes. And if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't matter. You won't, have, you won't have lost anything. So each of the things that I try and recommend when I'm going through my videos is um, really easy, doable changes to make to your life to try and make you that bit healthier, really. Right. I love it. Um, so I'm interested and in, I know you had a video on intermediate fasting and um, I, I actually, so guys, I didn't mention, but uh, I had Sophie's husband, Paul, on the show and we were just talking about how we both have tried it and it has, it's really interesting how it works. And so could you just maybe tell my guests or my listeners all about intermediate fasting and uh, yeah, what that's all about? Sure, sure, sure. This is one of my favorite things to recommend to people, actually, um, because I think there are such wide-reaching benefits um, to intermittent fasting. And there are different ways that people can try it. And some of your listeners may already have heard about it. There's things like the 
the 16-8 diet, the 5-2 diet. Um, essentially, it's for a certain period of time that you just only have water or herbal tea. You don't really take on any calories. But um, the, the specific one I like to recommend is called time-restricted feeding. And the reason I like that is because it works with your diurnal rhythm. So humans, we, all humans, and even every cell in our body has a diurnal rhythm. So we're, we're kind of meant to be awake during the daytime and sleep during the night. And so if you can try and fast overnight, which sounds really obvious, like, well, yeah, I don't eat overnight. <laughs> but actually, we know that the typical American um, and uh, Western English person is eating for at least 15 hours a day. So if you can try and reduce that and eat for between eight and 12 hours a day and the rest of the time you're only having water or tea, then there are huge benefits for that. Right. You know, uh, I, I think one of the major problems is that everyone sort of just watches so much TV now and with watching TV, there comes snacking, right? And yeah. that's honestly my biggest, my biggest fault is that I'll be really great throughout the day while I'm working. I'm not snacking or I'll have, you know, a juice of some sort. And then the second I'm home putting on Netflix, I can't help but grab like the Doritos, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And so I think with the, with the intermittent fasting, like how, so what I do now is I try and eat a meal. I'm, we've got three kids, so I try and eat with my kids. And then it's just become a habit now that I know I'm not going to eat after that time. So maybe even 6.30 PM. And so now I used to always have snacks over the evening and now I just don't. 6.30 though. Sorry to interrupt. What? Yeah. Oh my God. What time do you usually go to bed? I would die. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I go to bed. I'm not very good at go Yeah. Well, I haven't, I've done a sleep video as well. So we should all go to bed earlier too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And then, so essentially if I, if I have my last mouthful about 6.30 PM and then maybe I have my breakfast around 7.30 AM, then I've done a 13 hour fast. And so that's probably typically what I do. Really? Wow. Yeah. I try to get to bed <laughs> 11.30, 12. It's really hard, but, yeah, it, um, I do, I do see the benefits. I do wake up feeling way better when I do that. So I, I watched your video on sleeping as well. And yeah, that, there's a lot of great benefits to that for sure. Um, yeah, and the sleeping and the intermittent fasting go hand in hand because um, you definitely will sleep better if you are not digesting. Because I always used to think, oh, you can't go to bed hungry. You don't sleep well if you're hungry. Right. Um, actually, no, that's not true. You should go to sleep on an empty stomach, really. Um, kind of, yeah. So that's better for your sleep and better for your digestion. And it allows your, the cells within your gut to heal and process. So lots of important things can go on whilst you're sleeping. Right. Uh, fasting. Honestly, like not eating after 6.30 would make me want to go to bed sooner because I'd be thinking about that food. But you are right though. It'll come, become a habit after, after time, like anything, right? If you do something long enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, for some people, they can't manage that. If they don't get home late, whatever, then in which case, then you just push on the morning. So instead of having your breakfast, some people skip breakfast, but whatever. If you can fast for 12 hours at least, then however it works within your schedule. Right. You said something really interesting about, um, you know, we're meant to be, I, well, I'm not quoting you because I don't remember exactly what you said, but basically that we should be awake during like the sun time and like sleeping during the nighttime. Do you, are there studies on that? Because I've actually just 
felt that biologically that when I sleep in till say 12 o'clock, I'm exhausted for the rest of the day. And I just, I don't feel so good. But when I wake up at, you know, seven o'clock with the sunshine, I feel so much better. So, but not everybody's like that though, right? Some people are, you know, more active at night. So that, that is something I've been curious about for a while. Yeah, there are, there's, um, lots and lots of research into this. Actually, we know that shift workers, like as doctors, um, they suffer lots of negative side effects of having to have work shift patterns, uh, including things like an increased risk of cancer. So it's pretty serious. Um, and, but yeah, for some people, they are just night owls and some people want to get up. But generally, if you can stick to a routine, so the, the recommendation is usually get up at the same time every day. So obviously what a lot of us do, or maybe especially when we're younger, is, um, you know, on a weekend, we're going to stay up really late. We're going to sleep in as long as we can. And then Monday morning and the alarm goes and you feel like dead. Yeah. <laughs> so the recommendation is to try, right. still enjoy your life, but yeah. try and get same time every day because then you'll be able to go to bed at the same time every day and then you'll be able to have a you know a good maybe eight hours sleep every night right yeah that is a problem for me actually (laughs) but it's it's that saturday date night my brother my brother no my boyfriend and i (laughs) oh my gosh um we have saturday night date night and then we're you know we're out till like you know the early hours and then i'm struggling for the next two days trying to get back on track so But you know, life is worth living. So you yes, got right. You got to live know, a little sometimes. Right? The kind of five nights of the week, then maybe. <laughs> yeah, Monday to Friday, I feel like, and then Saturday and Sunday are write off. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. Well, okay. So I'm curious. Do you work um, at a hospital, or do you have a private practice? I I currently move around. Um, oh. So currently, I'm in a hospital, cool. but um, soon I'll be moving to just a GP practice, like a family medicine practice and cool and is are are you so okay so you would be under family practice not necessarily lifestyle medicine that's just a separate interest yeah it's it that's like a specialist interest for me gotcha it's just like a hobby within my job really cool yeah cool um i'm interested to know do you have you or have you heard of uh the medical medium have you heard of that book uh that guy no. or he he's written a series of books that are kind of that are really popular right now in uh canada where i am um i don't know you might recognize it ah. uh okay so the basically it's very interesting he i guess channels <laughs> information uh he, I, he's a, i guess a medium and he's written he wrote a whole book on it and then actual doctors and people that had serious illnesses found that the things that he recommended like actually worked. And so there's this really popular trend right now called uh, celery juicing. Have you heard of that trend? Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. And that started from him because he right. recommended that people that had you know, gut-related issues uh, should juice celery in the morning because it's supposed to help with, I think it's called the hydrochloric acid to, to raise the levels of it so that um, uh, this, I guess I should really go more into detail because you know with leaky gut syndrome, right? Yeah. Um, so basically what he says is that um, a lot of people are misdiagnosed and what they think is leaky gut is actually ammonia permeability. Have you heard of that? 
No. Okay. So he, the way that he just. Skeptical voice. My skeptical doctor voice. Oh, no, that's fine. Yeah, I want you to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm bringing it up to you because I'm curious on your thoughts on it. (laughs) Um, But basically, yeah. So he says it's called ammonia permeability, where um, I'm just going to even, I wrote it down. The hydrochloric acid required to break down like the fat and protein um, are not so strong anymore. And so the food, um, your, your food isn't being broken down enough. Uh, and, and, and when it gets to your intestines and slash gut, it's sort of just rotting in there and it's creating what he calls an ammonia gas. And that's what creates the bloating, uh, the digestive discomfort and whatnot. And so I just found that really interesting. And so I kind of did like a little bit of an experiment for myself and I was, I celery juice for a couple weeks in the morning and truly I actually like, started to feel a difference and I wasn't as bloated throughout the day, but it's just like, it's one of those things where it's, you have to keep at it, I think. But anyways, I was just curious as if you'd heard of it or not, uh, because I know, you know, you're very interested in reading about all these different things. So I just thought, I don't know, maybe I'd tell you about it if you hadn't heard. Yeah, no, I had yeah. heard about the celery juicing, but it's really interesting. I didn't know it, it came from that. Um, yeah. Well, the key thing that I'm always interested in is evidence-based medicine. Yes. Um, because with lifestyle medicine, there is a bit of a crossover into what we call like alternative medicine, mm-hmm. um, which tends to be more based on anecdotal evidence. So it worked for me, therefore it, it works, which is not necessarily always true because we know there's yeah. lots of reasons why something might work for one person. It doesn't mean it's true. Exactly. Um, so um, I would like to see the evidence for that. But my query would be that the... Um, acid within your stomach is very carefully uh, maintained to a certain pH level. Mm -hmm. Um, The body's very good at doing that by itself. So no matter what you ate or drank, that pH would remain constant. Um, So uh, I would have to read a bit more to be persuaded that there's any truth to that because currently I just got my skeptics hat on. But it doesn't mean it's not true. It doesn't mean I'm not open-minded to to reading about it. But um, yes. Well, I think there's maybe a placebo effect as well, right? Because there's a lot of people that believe in mediums and psychics and, you know, take what is said from them to heart. And so I, I think, you know, the placebo effect of, of just, if you believe something, you could, you know, the power of the mind, you could make it come yeah. to fruition, right? So if everyone sort of believes that juicing celery juice will really truly help heal their gut, then it's quite possible it does because they believe yeah, it. And if people are having celery juice instead of like cereal and toast, then they're probably, probably going to have benefits anyway. Right. Yeah. So it's interesting, yeah. right? <laughs> but yeah. I mean, that's the thing. If people are trying something and it's not doing them any harm and they're feeling better for it, then great. Why not? Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to talk to you about um, meditation, just going back to that. So what you made your video on was specifically mindfulness meditation. So I actually, I think there's probably a lot of people out there that don't really know the difference between mindfulness meditation and like regular meditation. I was wondering if you could just maybe describe that or go into detail on that. Yeah. So um, there are I'm, I'm not really a, a meditation expert. Before I started looking into it for my video, I didn't know that much about it. Okay. But from what I understand, there, because there are different types of meditation, some which cause you to focus on something such as your breathing or how you are feeling. And that's like mindfulness. So you tend to focus on the present moment experience. And then there are different types of meditation where you try and focus on nothing at all, which... Um, I think is harder. There are meditations where you mainly just do kind of chanting things, um, you know, say the same thing over and I am, 
I am happy, I am stress-free, I am calm, and, and you just repeat that. So there's different types of meditation and they've all got different benefits. Um, but mindfulness meditation, I think is probably the most popular one, um, certainly over here at the moment. Mm-hmm. Very interesting because I have been meditating for years, but I, I think I did not understand what it meant up until I watched your video. And I, I just thought, yeah, I thought it was the same thing. And then I went, oh, no, 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 there's a difference. So I've been doing like just a general meditation. And um, uh, do you know Deepak Chopra? Yeah. Okay, so him, he, he and Oprah created this series called the 21 Day Meditation Series. And mm-hmm. a part of that, uh, those, uh, what do you call them? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> part of that series in the series, he gives you a, an aff- affirmation to focus on when you're meditating. And so that's sort of become my process of just, you know, focusing on a affirmation and just sort of yeah. clearing my mind. But, um, I think for people that don't know much about meditation, I think mindfulness meditation, you know, focusing on your breath or focusing on an object can really be super, you know, easy for them to get into it. I think it might be a really great tool. And I remember I wrote down that you said, um, the more meditation experience you have, the lower reported pain scores you have in one of the studies. That's yeah. really interesting. So yeah, I don't know. And I, I was thinking about it and I think, um, you know, one of the amazing things about meditation is that it helps you, brings you back to the present, like you said. And, uh, I think, I'm curious as to what your thoughts are, but I I feel like maybe the reason why it's really popular right now is because we're not as present anymore because we're, we're very, you know, glued to our phones or we're we're tuned into technology, watching TV and we're not sort of just like living life. Like, you know? Yeah. I think, um, the more I learn about lifestyle medicine, the more I often think back to evolution actually, and what as humans we are kind of built for. And the reason, because if you think about the systems we have in the body, like, stress is uh, an adaptive response because if you're going to see a lion, then you want your blood pressure to increase. You want your heart rate to increase. You you don't need your periods because you're not focusing on that. You don't need to digest because you're not focusing on that. So like all these things happen because you might see a lion and that's how the body's evolved to do it. But when your stress isn't just, oh, there's a lion that's gone. When your stress is 24 seven almost, um, you know, oh my God, my email, oh my gosh, look at this social media post, you know, everything is, then that's, it becomes a chronic stress, right. um, that the body can't deal with. And then all these, uh, functions that were going to be really useful to us kind of turn against us and become problematic. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I think meditation is a way just to remind us in this kind of chronic stress that we're all dealing with. We're all not sleeping enough. We're all, you know, doing all the other things wrong. Um, just to kind of exactly bring you back down and help the body just go, okay, take a breather. Right. And what's really interesting, I think that um, as a kid, you're so present all the time. You're like, everything's really new. And uh, I, you know, I, I remember a moment in high school when I started noticing, like I started becoming aware of the present moment and I hadn't been aware of that before because I was just living in it. <laughs> and then I, I just like realized that I had been daydreaming and I think, um, not daydreaming, but you know, you know, the lull when you're not as present. And so um, I've been thinking about it and I think, you know, we, a lot of the time we don't remember our experiences maybe because we just aren't present. And that's why, you know, traveling to a new destination is so amazing because it's a whole new experience. So I think, yeah, like I, I've just, I've grown to love meditation for that reason. Cause it just, yeah, it brings you back to the present moment. And then you're, you know, you're 
I don't know, you just have more memories and life seems a little bit longer as opposed to going by so quickly, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, there's good studies that it can help you focus, um, more on the present. But the thing that really amazed me when I started looking into the evidence, um, for meditation is how it literally changes your brain. I mean, it, your the, the areas in your brain get bigger and that you get new neural connections, um, which I find amazing. Um, because right. so, I was imagining beforehand that it's just relaxation, you know, oh great, you know, we're breathing, you know, that whole kind of chilling out, but no, you're, you're changing your brain. Right. I mean, it's amazing. It is. And to be honest, I have a story around that. I uh, was like, I kind of for many years struggled with like severe depression, anxiety. And, and like I said, I have all kinds of like gut issues and my stomach was always bloated. And um, I changed my, two years ago, I started changing my diet and started meditating all the time. And, and I'm like, I'm not going to lie. I honestly think so different now than I did prior to the two years ago. And I was thinking about this the other day, trying to, you know, write down all the different things that I changed and not much. It's really just my diet and meditation. But I, I just, I, I, I don't know, maybe I've grown up too, but I feel, I feel like it's not a coincidence that I honestly wake up significantly more happier and, and excited about life than I did two years ago. Like I just, my, I do feel and think a lot differently. So when you presented those studies, I went, oh yeah, I, I can believe that. It makes sense just from my own yeah. experience. Yeah. 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 I was interested in uh, knowing if you know any or have any suggestions on people that may struggle with ADD? I know that's something that uh, a lot of people nowadays are very distracted or any solutions of how to get yourself more, you know, grounded besides meditation and breathing. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, we don't have such, I, I understand that over the, well, in, the, in North in America, America. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very common diagnosis. It's much, much less so here really? in UK, yeah. So I suppose that one question would be: Is it overdiagnosed? Is it, huh. is it what it is? But um, yeah, I think, and I know that especially North America, there's a lot of medication given out um, for it, which we don't do very often here too. Um, I love but that. Yeah, I, I think meditation would be amazing for that because it, again, it's that helping you to focus your attention. Right. Um, but also. It, these things all come together because if you, you're sleeping well and you're eating well and you're exercising and you're, you're kind of burning off that excess energy and then um, no doubt all of those things would help. Um, but yeah, I think it, for each individual um, person, it, there isn't one answer. Yeah. It's, and also not everything's possible because of, because of people, you know, it's, it's so easy for me to say to everyone, right. You know, what you need to eat is a plant-based diet. Stop drinking alcohol, you know, sleeping eight hours a night. You know, some people be like, well, yeah, that sounds great, but I have a real actual life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know like I've got three kids, it's, you know, sleep, sleeping straight through for eight hours is like not possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, so I think each person that, and that's what I mean when I was saying earlier about doing one thing at a time, taking one small step and seeing how you get on with that. And then if that works, move on to the next thing. So, you know, right. maybe it could be uh, improving your diet by doing one thing and then, you know, little steps, little steps. And I think yeah. that's more achievable and more manageable. And when I'm talking to patients, that's how I definitely try and I, you know, rather than saying, right, you need to be doing, you know, um, 
yoga and hit classes three times a week. Da da da. Some of them are like, "What? I can't even walk to the bus stop." So um, <laughs> that's you know. my mom. My mom says it all the time. She's like, "Uh, no." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So it's like, okay, well get off the bus, uh, stop earlier and you know, go from that. And yeah, I totally uh, agree with that. I think, um, uh, you know, I, cause I, I eat more of like a vegan plant-based diet and there's a lot of people that I know in the community that are there. They believe this is, this is the way, this is the only way. And I don't, I'm not a believer of that. I think that everyone has different body chemistries. Everybody's just different and they need to do what works for them, you know? So, um, I just know. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, I was just going to say that I think that, yeah, a plant-based diet from a health perspective is, is really beneficial. However, um, there is so much guilt and hangups about eating and food that again, it's just being cautious because we don't want people to become hyper obsessed with eating. It should just be enjoyable and generally healthy without being, um, you know, obsessive. So I think, I try and be careful about, again, how to kind of talk to people about it because I don't want them. And then feel it, yeah, you know, that kind of like, oh my God, I meant to have done this and actually I've just eaten a big bag of chocolate and now I feel even worse. And (laughs) Everything is balanced, right? Um, I'm honestly learning to coach myself through that because I am one of those people that obsesses over food because just because I had so many stomach issues for so long, right? So um, yeah, yeah. It's interesting that you said that because you're talking to the girl. (laughs) (laughs) But I I try my best to just like let myself be, you know, like just relax, breathe. It's just chocolate. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the social media as well. You know, like I'm sure we're all, you know, once you start looking at these things on Instagram, you're like, oh my God, everyone else is just living this perfect life. And they're doing all the, they're doing, look at that person doing yoga and eating their whole grin, whatever there is. And yeah. How is every one of their photos? Absolutely stunning. Like, and then you realize they have an Instagram boyfriend. You go, Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm curious. I mean, you're a mom of three. You are a doctor. I mean, and you have your, your husband has a crazy schedule as well. Like yeah. how do you balance all of it? Like what's, what is a day in a life of, of you? I'm just, yeah. I'm so curious. Yeah. And I'm, and I move jobs as well. Um, That's right. Know. Cause marketing yeah. first, right? Wow. Yeah. But yeah. But, and I just mean, and sometimes I'm doing nights and I do weekends. Oh. And, um, yeah. So it is hectic. And, um, I have an amazing family to help around me. My mom is amazing. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm lucky. Um, but yeah, we are just busy. We just run on a busy level. And I think I wouldn't even know what to do if yeah. I was like on a, you know, on holiday by myself for a week. I sometimes dream about that. And then I think, actually, I'd You'd be bored. Probably just be really, I'd just be twitchy thinking, I wonder, yeah, what can I do now? What can I do now? Um, so, yeah. I enjoy yeah. my busy, fast-paced life. I shall not complain. Maybe I complain about it. Sometimes I shouldn't, though. <laughs> I'm lucky. I'm lucky and I'm happy. You know what? Yeah, if you were sitting still, you probably would be bored. I'm the exact same way. I just, I love it. Honestly, you guys are total couple goals for me. <laughs> I just, I, this is my boyfriend. I live a really crazy, fast-paced life, too. And I, I just, every time I... I am like overwhelmed. I pray to be relaxed. And then Sunday, the Sunday that just passed, you know, <laughs> we, we were, had nothing to do. And so we were trying to collage. I'm making a sound so lame right now, but <laughs> just like a, we were just trying to be creative and I just couldn't get into it. I was just like, no, I need to be working right now. I just, I couldn't relax and I couldn't just like, yeah. So 
I mean, again, actually, I think there's the other extreme where you need to learn to relax as well. But um, yeah, I just, I, I enjoy the fast paced life as well. So I totally, I totally get it. Yeah. What do yeah. you do for you to, to relax? Um, I, not that much. I do do, um, like a hit class, you know, like, a, like I love, it's like yeah. boxing. And so I'm like, yeah, this is yeah. good. It's crazy, but I like it. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. But I don't even get that too very often. Um, yeah. And then just, you know, typical things of like reading, um, lame books and, um, What's lame? What's lame? Do you mean like, like like, confessions of a shopaholic? Cause that's actually amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just as long as it's like, I try and sometimes I try and read, like I try to read like sapiens and I'm like, okay, no, my brain just needs some downtime. Yeah. I mean, you deal with that on a daily basis. I know. Honestly, I try, I honestly try. I have, so I have like this book and then I have, um, Oh, I can't even remember it right now, but I, I love just, I love learning. And so I'm constantly picking up books where that could teach me something. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, no, I just want to read Confessions of a Shopaholic and numb yeah. out. And it's fun and it makes me laugh and it has British humor. It's the best. So <laughs> you yeah, have- my bedside table is full of books that I'm trying to read. Like, you know, yeah, clever books. Um, yes. But yes, they just keep sitting there where the other ones come and- my just mine just keeps like getting bigger and bigger. Uh, I, I have this bad habit of picking up a book, reading maybe a quarter to a half of it, and then putting it down, and then just yeah, taking forever to pick it up again. So, yeah, because <laughs> life just gets in the way, and then you go to a bookstore and you went, ooh, ooh another book, and then you end up yeah. buying that. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, awesome. Okay, let me see. Um, what is? Oh yeah. So actually, one of the questions I did want to ask you is, what is uh, a favorite book that that you have at the moment that you would recommend based on lifestyle medicine something that you learned a lot from that you uh, have recommended maybe to someone yeah there is um a fellow doctor in england called uh, rangon chatterjee and he has um just had two books out i know they have a different title though in the u.s he's got a new one called the stress solution Um, oh i've heard of that yeah and his other one was called the four pillar plan, but I think it had a different name in the U S but, um, it's written for, it's not written for doctors. It's written for everybody, for people. And, um, it's really simple and there's lots of really good tips to make changes to your life. Like I've been talking about, but, um, really simple stuff and it's really lovely, well-written and, um, yeah, that was my top one to read. Perfect. All right. Thank you for that. Uh, okay. And then one of my favorite questions to ask everyone on my podcast is what's a goal that you're working on right now? Can be personal business, whatever you like. Oh, probably to try and actually do some more YouTube videos because, um, they are really fun to do. And, um, but I've, I got so many more I want to do. They do take a lot of time to do all the research. Um, <laughs> and, filming so I just I just I'm excited about it and I want to like I'm like okay I want to do more of a more but it's just finding the time so I'm just trying to be organized to get a schedule together to to get some more videos out so that's probably what I'm working on at the moment honestly they are so fantastic and I think I might have mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast because I know we were talking about it before um, I started recording but so Sophie's YouTube channel is called Dr. Sophie's Lifestyle Medicine and the videos are fantastic. Like they're so good. And what I really love about them is that you make 
you, you've taken these, these concepts and you've done a lot of research on them and you've made them really easy for people to understand. I think that's fantastic. And that's kind of what I try to do when, uh, you know, when I'm talking about meditation and whatnot to everyone listening. Um, so I just, I love that you do that. So I think a lot of people will, uh, will really like that. And quite possibly oh, I might you. see you, uh, at the top of the YouTube game very soon. <laughs> oh, well, I really appreciate your kind words. Thank you. Yeah. I, I mean, I've tried to, um, pitch it because I know that a lot of doctors do watch them as well um so it's kind of a a level where everyone can jump in and learn something yeah do do you recommend it to your patients because I would I'd be like just check out my YouTube channel (laughs) yeah do you know I feel really awkward about it I don't want to seem like I'm doing it you know so that I get any kind of I don't get I don't get paid or anything so um there really isn't a benefit for me, I, I, but I do think so many people would benefit from it. So I currently haven't recommended it to patients, but I know you lots. Should. Of, I know lots of my colleagues are doing so. That's good. Oh, that's awesome! I love it. And mm-hmm. I was going to ask you: Is it like filmed near your house? Like some of the this the areas that you filmed, and went, what the heck? Like they're stunning, stunning. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, this is beautiful Yorkshire in the north of England. Yeah. Did Paul tell you that my family's actually, it lives quite near where you live in Yorkshire? Oh. Oh. Yeah. So my mom is is from Hebden Bridge. Oh yeah. That's very near. See, Hebden Bridge is awesome. Yeah. So when he, when he first told me where you guys lived and went, no way, so close to us, but I don't recognize any of those areas where you shot. Like they they look fantastic. I don't know. Maybe I just haven't, um, <laughs> haven't driven around much, but then again, I lived there when I was a kid. I only go back every, you know, uh, five, six years. So okay. yeah. 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 There's lots to explore. Yeah. Right. Very cool. Okay. Well, um, I would like to pull a card for you just for fun. So I explained to Sophie at the beginning of the podcast how I just love to, I don't know. It's just like a fun little game that we play at the end of my show where we have these cards called, well, usually I use another deck, but because I'm filming from home today, um, this is called the Psychic Tarot. Now, Sophie has told me that she's not uh, religious or spiritual or anything. So this is just, yeah, this is just for fun. And yeah, so I'm just going to randomly pull a card and we'll see what it says and I don't know it it, basically you could ask it a question usually I get my guests to tell me whether they want to ask a specific question or if they want advice on what's happening in their life right now just a general advice so what would you like me to pull a card for oh I don't know I suppose just general advice then (laughs) yeah all right awesome I'm gonna put my mic down so to shovel them This episode of the Namaste podcast is brought to you guys by Cricket Live, the live game show you can play from anywhere using your tablet, mobile device, or smartphone. It's the most amazing app that, of course, I also host. (laughs) So come play with me Monday to Friday, 12 p.m. noon. Be there or be somewhere else not as exciting. Let's be real. There we go. Never mind. Popped out. So sometimes, uh, sometimes cards just pop out of the deck and basically they're supposed to mean that they're really strongly for you. So this one that popped out is called victory and success. How awesome. Ooh, well, I get up to that one. Applies to your YouTube channel, I'm thinking. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let me, um, there's a little book that actually says exactly what it means. I will read to you. <laughs> uh, this is so fun. I love doing this. I'm, I always put everyone on the spot, but it is. 
it's, it's usually pretty accurate. I don't know. You, have you never been to a psychic before? No. Really? So, okay. Interesting. So you didn't grow up going to Catholic church or anything? Because I, I know pretty much every British person that I know kind of grew up with either Christianity or Catholicism. And uh, yes, you didn't. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah. We're pretty, yeah, I think pretty atheist. Atheist? Well, yeah. I know, yeah, I can only assume you are a doctor. <laughs> All right. Okay. So victory and success is what it means. Good news is on the way. The qualities of the positive card are completion, victory, and success that often follow a difficult period. Many people around you are very proud to see how you triumphantly came through it. They respect you and may even attempt to follow your example. You've worked hard and devoted much effort to get to this point in your life where you've become wiser and have grown in so many ways. Always remember to stop and pat yourself on your back. You deserve it. Go ahead and tell yourself. <laughs> this card also reminds you to stay grounded. Remember where you came from and keep your ego in check. Don't lose who you really are. The victory can, this victory can be used as a teaching tool for the future. Realize that if you came through this challenging time, you can achieve anything. Oh, well, that's great. Yeah. You know what? The, the cards are just really positive. I, I love the specific ones that I play with. They're just, I don't know, they're extremely positive. So everything that, that comes out of it, leaves you feeling like happy and joyful and yeah. you know you're like yes victory Great. success is coming my way yes <laughs> but i shall stay grounded and not get too <laughs> yeah exactly stay grounded exactly <laughs> okay. when i'm a huge youtube star i'll stay grounded okay yes girl <laughs> well awesome well thank you so much for speaking with me today i so appreciate it um this has been so fun i would love if you could tell everyone where they could find you and yeah if you have an instagram or um yeah this is your time to plug yourself go ahead okay yeah i'm on instagram as well as dr sophie's lifestyle medicine which is the same title as my youtube page so yeah that's where you can find me Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sophie. And uh, yeah, I have this little motto that I love to end my podcast on. It is as follows. The grass is always greenest where you are right now. So it's oh. just like a little affirmation that I love to say to just remind you to be grateful where you are in the present because um, the, the, everything that's good is happening to you right now. And uh, there is no future, right? There's can't go back in the past. So you might as well just jo enjoy I where you that. are right now. Yeah. yeah. All right, my lovelies, thank you so much for listening. And uh, as always, I'm sending you so much love, light, and motivation to go tackle your goals. Namaste. For more Namaste, visit patreon.com slash Melissa Milati. That's patreon.com slash Melissa Milati.